Hi guys, it's me Nikhil again. Today, we're going to get into the first chapter, but before that, I felt like I should give you a road map of how this journey of mine is going to unfold. I've decided to split this book into six broad segments: birth, childhood, adolescence 1, adolescence 2, adulthood, and life. I know the last part sounds a little pretentious, but bear with me. Each of these segments will have a few chapters in them and each segment will represent a season. I plan to upload a chapter every day and pray to God that I don't bore you. That being said, I urge you to introspect and to find ways to challenge the kind of decisions I made in my life so as to do better in yours. So without further ado, let's get into it. Birth, Chapter One. White feathers slowly falling towards the ground, frantic pigeons fluttering about, and Charles just walked calm and composed, knowing fully well that he had just missed his high school board exam. There wasn't a care in his mind about the future repercussions of this callous decision. He instead was more focused on the health and well-being of his pigeons. Charles had a strange affinity towards animals and birds alike. Anything not human, and Charles would have a glow in his eyes. It wasn't emotional. It was more of a calming sensation that he felt whilst interacting with these furry little creatures, as opposed to dealing with humans and their day-to-day array of extravagant emotions. Charles wasn't the smartest, nor was he the most studious. Rather, Charles was industrious. Even though not a part of high society, Charles had a rather affluent upbringing. His family owned three Ambassador cars when people around them could barely afford one. Charles had two sisters and two brothers, making for a very large immediate family. Being the third oldest of the lot, he was particularly attached to his older sister. They were a funny lot, this group of siblings, each one wiser than the other. Time went by, and innocent fun began to be overwhelmed by a necessity to succeed in life. Charles however due to his lack of interest in education and a certain aptitude for business decided to leave the nest and to set up shop elsewhere he found himself settling down in a place called Alwa a small town north of the pseudo capital of the state of Kerala here he found work as an employee in the company called HMT this is where the legend of HMT Charles begins he was always known to be a friendly and funny guy often cracking up his co-workers with his wit and charm there was also a side of charles's personality one might say that started gaining traction amongst the society there charles had by now grown into a full-blown adult whilst describing his physical appearance amicable would not be a word one would usually use thick dark skin a broad handlebar mustache and curly hair eyes as red as the sun and a tall and muscular stance He had become a sort of a godfather to most people, wherein they would be certain of his friendship in times of need, but fearful of his wrath in the event of a shortcoming. He was known to be surprisingly loving towards his friends and equally vicious towards anyone who'd hurt him. This was a truth about HMT Charles. But there was also another side to this coin. There needed to be an entity that would soften the sharp edges of Charles's personality.
enter Helen, also a native of Charles's hometown. Their lives though were poles apart. Helen and her sisters were raised by their elder brother, the eldest of the lot. He was also an industrious man. He sought for an educated future for all his sisters. The alternative to which would be to marry them off to educated men. This was the unfortunate truth of that time. Helen was the rarest of girls as she was born with blue eyes, a trait seldom found in the southern state of Kerala, let alone in India. She was brought up in the utmost of luxuries. This I substantiate by the fact that the princess of the royal family of Travancore was Helen's good friend, even inviting her to the royal wedding. Helen was blessed with good company and had an equally beautiful spirit. This was all about to change though. A life that she never expected was going to take her by surprise. Enter Charles, the dark, curly-haired brute. You might wonder how such a brutish guy with not a single delicate chord in his soul managed to charm this eloquent beauty. This is a question that even I till date have not been able to answer. That being said, Charles a cut and dry kind of guy went up to Helen's house and asked her to come away with him and to everyone's surprise Helen did not hesitate here began the journey of Helen and Charles this is what people would describe as yin and yang all of the shortcomings of Charles's brutish nature were meticulously sorted out by Helen caring and amicable persona Charles as i had mentioned was industrious in addition to his job at HMT he had the zest to start many a business ventures ranging from cycle repair shops to manufacturing and export of flip flops each venture he dived into was rooted in the idea of a trustworthy companion who later unfortunately ended up either forfeiting the partnership or not living up to their end of the bargain here Charles being the gentle giant that he is failed to see the underlying problem that plagued each of his businesses he failed to understand that there was a difference between being trustworthy and being business smart these anecdotes of the past businesses that charles had shared with me taught me a very important lesson in life it taught me that no matter how pure or genuine a person's intentions might be there comes a moment in every person's life wherein he must for the sake of his own betterment be selfish to the core forget all relations and do what is necessary to succeed this is okay this must be thought of as an inherent need to succeed that lives within all humans this isn't to be taken as treachery rather one must be prepared to handle such an event in all walks of life slowly but steadily charles began to build his empire brick by brick This is true to a little extent as the next business venture he went into was that of real estate. First, he bought land. He then built a house. He sold that house and reinvested in building another house. This went on for a while and sooner rather than later, Charles found himself to be the owner of many a plots of land and within them quite a few houses. Charles and Helen had now become the talk of the town. Everyone knew them. everyone like them this may not seem like a significant event but this is how often legendary people come to be now it's time for me to introduce you to the heirs to the empire the assumed prodigies of charles and helen 
the golden kids this next chapter is going to be an interesting one how two seemingly innocent yet very successful kids go on to do such amazing things in life often influencing and to an extent affecting the lives of the ones they will come to so dearly love and cherish so without any further ado let's meet susan and richard 